Welcome to Comically Comics, your one-stop listen to all things comics. We're talking books, movies, TV shows, video games, and more. I must forewarn you, though, we are a spoiler cast, and what that means is we consider all properties, past, future, and present to be valid, and we will spoil the hell out of them. I'm your host, Michael, along with my two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy, and with all that being said, let's get started. All right, it is Sunday, September 11th. We are here to do a She-Hulk review. We've got some stuff that has come out from D23, so we're going to talk about that as well. Richard's not feeling well, so if he sounds like garbage, please excuse him. <laughs> yes. Well, I always sound like garbage, but if you hear any gross noises, I apologize. <laughs> uh, but before all that, again, it's September 11th, so want to definitely acknowledge today and thank everybody that's a first responder for everything that they always do for us. Prayers out to all the families who have suffered loss and tragedy from this event. So, like I said, thank you to all first responders. Prayers to everybody else. Always thank you. Yes. All right. So, what do y'all want to do? You want to do D23? Or do you want to do She-Hulk? I feel like we can do She-Hulk and knock that out fairly quick. Maybe not, though, because it depends on Richard's notes. But (laughs) D23, though, there's lots of, like, talk that we could possibly do there. So... Uh, you know what? Let's let's do, let's do She Hulk. Let's get into it. That's what people come here for, right? That's that's our bread and butter, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> our bread and butter. <laughs> we are starving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. She Hulk episode four. Are we like? Is are we like? Oh, what's the full episode count for this? Do we know? Does anybody know? I and sure as hell don't, because uh, I'm not prepared. The We're on episode four. Uh, the runtime for episode four is 36 minutes, seven seconds. The actual runtime is 28 minutes, seven seconds. Hey, we got longer. <laughs> yeah, we actually got four, or excuse me, two minutes longer from last week. Last week was 26 minutes, seven seconds. And then there's like six episodes for the season? or uh, Nine. Oh, really? Yeah, that's nice. what I was wanting yeah. to know because I we're, I felt like we were getting close to that halfway or already crossed it. But yeah, we got nine nine episodes for this season. That's cool. Which I just want to talk about just since we're there. Like they, a while back, they released the episode titles and like the order they went in, but they're going in completely different like order now. Like originally, let's see here, whose show is this? which I believe is going to be episode nine now, was episode one. Episode two was originally supposed to be episode four. And then episode four, like the one we just got, was originally supposed to be episode eight. (laughs) So I don't know. It's all over the place. It's very strange. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is that to throw people off or? I I don't know. Uh, I just, maybe they decided to restructure it. Yeah, I mean, and thinking about it, I mean, there's nothing really, like, as as far as thinking of continuity, like, it doesn't seem like, it'd be that off if they put this one at the end. I mean, unless some like depending on obviously what happens in the next few episodes, but as far as just what's happened right now, it doesn't seem like it'd be that big a deal to throw it down, down at the end. Cause there was nothing that continued from episode three, like major continued, like where it'd be a major cliffhanger or something like that. So that's, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. I think we do have something in this episode though, that will, be a big factor later on. And we can kind of get into that like after we get our well meters out of the way. Yes. So yeah. <laughs> Jeremy, what what's your well meter for this episode? Uh for this one, I I'm kind of more back up into the pleasantly whelmed. I just I enjoyed it. Nothing I mean it wasn't like oh my gosh, great, but it I mean I just like I said, it was pleasantly whelmed and just kind of a fun show still. So Richard? Uh well, I feel bad now. Like this is my favorite episode. I was overly <laughs> whelmed by this episode. Again, this is like what I've been wanting from the series, like the whole silly courtroom stuff. I love all of Wong taking yeah. on Donnie Blaze in court. I just love it. Also, this episode kind of proves that Mordo was right. Like there's just too many damned <laughs> magicians out in the world. That's funny. So I'm like whelmed, pleasantly whelmed. And I don't, I can't put my finger on as to why though. I thought that, and I mean, this will be stuff that we get more into as we talk, but like, I thought the CGI was so much better in most of this episode. Yeah. And I got a theory on that as well too. 
I thought that the story was more up of what we were kind of expecting from this TV show, but I, I don't know what it is. And, and the humor was fine too. Like it wasn't yeah. nothing cringy or just over excessive. So I liked, I enjoyed the humor of it as well. So I don't know what it is as to why I wasn't overly well other than in my head. I just keep thinking I wanted more or I wanted something a little deeper or I wanted something that tied to another episode or, you know what I mean? Like kind of the stuff yeah. that I'm always like, telling people, hey, chill out on. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like a hypocrite at this point in time. Like, because it's because like, that's kind of what I was wanting. I was wanting something a little extra or like just something very much like a uh, this is coming kind of thing. And I felt like we got something, but it was so tiny that it was just very like past, like quick on. But that's just me, I guess. Yeah. I uh, know, like I, I will say, I, I agree too. As far as like, for one, the the CGI being better, and two, like kind of bringing in the the like sexy She Hulk part of it, because I think that's what y'all were talking about before. That in the comic, that's kind of like her her thing, and so <laughs> I think seeing that like with the matchmaker thing, how all of a sudden all these people, and I granted, obviously some of those would be just wanting just to meet She Hulk and like the guy. That, Talking about the issues, an interesting specimen, and all that, but um, but what? I I think I think that dude is something's up with that dude. That dude is oh, sus. Yeah. yeah, I think he's either he's working for the, which I I guess my theory's thrown out the window. The leader's not the villain of this series. He's the villain of of uh something that we'll be getting into with D twenty three which really just kind of deflates me for this whole series. I really hate that they announced that. But yeah, I think he's he's working with either the wrecking crew. I don't know, he's very sus. Yeah. Yeah, I would have to agree on that. But like I I thought it was it was cool as far as like like I said just seeing that kind of her letting loose a little bit as as She-Hulk. I was like, there was one at the very beginning of the episode whenever, you know, she first walks out like and is addressing the camera and everything. I turned to my wife and I was like, that suit just does not fit her. Like, that looks terrible. <laughs> and then later, I was like, we were like, oh, it's probably because she needs to be She-Hulk. <laughs> so I I thoroughly enjoyed that little detail because like when she walked out, I noticed how mm-hmm. big it was too. And I was like, finally, like, because in one scene, she was wearing shoes as She-Hulk. And a few episodes ago, but then in another scene, she wasn't. And I was like, she breaks like, that's the whole thing. She breaks any and every pair of shoes. That she, so it was, I think it was just a mess up, mm-hmm. but I just kind of left it alone. But yeah, I was, I was glad to finally, cause I'm like, you, she just transformed in the lobby on like the second episode. Yeah. And I'm like, why would her clothes still fit? Like, why, <laughs> why would that even be a thing? That doesn't make any sense. Spandex. So <laughs> I mean, it's supposed, to, it's supposed to be her best friend. Yeah. A spandex suit, though? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> Especially when she just ripped it the, the the episode before that fight in Titania. Yeah. In the um, in last week's episode, when she's driving in the car and she's saying, you know, this is not going to be a cameo show, we see that she's wearing a baggy suit then as well. Like, it's clearly way too big for her. Because you can see it like engulfing her neck, essentially. Yeah, uh, but I didn't notice it at all then. I think they missed an opportunity to show her like shopping at like the big and tall store or something. <laughs> I think that would have been. I think that would have just been a funny joke to do. That is funny. Yeah, because like especially with that uh, one part where Nikki is saying that she needs to get a different outfit. She's like, I yeah, this stuff is hard to find in her size. So yeah, that's funny. Uh, recap of the episode just real quick because I don't think I did it last time. We've got, we've already kind of talked about some of the stuff, but She-Hulk is, you know, Jennifer Walters has decided she wants to get on dating apps. Uh, She has been very reluctant to do a profile as She-Hulk, but finally caves in and does it and starts getting pings and swipes and whatever else. (laughs) At the same time, Wong is having difficulties with a magician known as Donnie Blaze. That's right, Donnie, not Johnny from from the Fantastic Four. No, 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 no. Not, not Ghost Rider. Johnny as Ghost Rider. Sorry, I always get them too confused. Anyways, 
their names. Yeah. <laughs> so that that turns into a, a portal being open to what seems like some kind of hell that I would never want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, just real quick, is that hell? Like I I like I watching this episode, I went, oh God, Jeremy's gonna make a Mephisto reference. Like is is the the goat named Jake? Is that Mephisto? Like Madison uh with two N's, one Y, and it's not where you think. Uh like the portal, there's like goblins with heads impaled on torches or something like that. When she leaves the portal, she's carrying a beating heart. <laughs> and then, like, she says she a, a goat, a talking goat helped her escape a lava pit in exchange for six drops of blood. And I, and I just wrote down the note, like, is this Mephisto? Woo! I, is that who that is? Because, like, <laughs> we, get a, we get a Johnny Blaze reference with Donnie Blaze, and then, like, demons come out later on in the episode. Literally, we see a... When he tries to return it, there's a portal that just looks like hell. <laughs> right? So, yeah. like... I don't know. Anyway, I was just like, holy shit, is this Mephisto? Is there, are we finally getting that? Jeremy? Yes, we are. <laughs> Told you it was coming. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> real quick, to finish up, though. Sorry. Wong, Wong gets, <laughs> Wong gets, uh, Wong pulls She-Hulk out of her date at her house because, you know, she's a first-time dater, apparently. And um, brings her in to to help fight these demons off and return them to a portal, and you know saves the day and all the good jazz, <laughs> and also in a lawyer kind of way where she's like, you know, you, you gonna take us up on our our letter now, and uh, so that was quite, that was funny for me. Yeah, yeah. But what? Where did they send them off to? It looked like they I, sent them like not back to hell. Like it looked like they sent them back to uh. Uh, wherever they yeah. were at in Doctor Strange, yeah. like Mount Wondergore. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's that's what I thought too. I was like, is that Mount Wondergore <laughs> or is it just like I don't know the Mount Everest or something? Like, right. it just it was definitely not back to hell. So whoever, no. I don't know. He he didn't fix the problem. Uh, he fixed it for there. <laughs> yeah, but he just put a band aid okay. on it. <laughs> I'm going to go into my rant again. Why is Wong Sorcerer Supreme? He can't even handle a few little demons. Yeah. Like, that's what I was waiting little, for. A little pygmy demon. He can't handle it, which I love when he calls Jin, like when he opens the portal and he's like, Miss Walters, why are you not answering your mobile phone? And then he sees her like on top of the guy. He's like, oh, wait, never mind. And he's like, well, I need your help. And then I, he says something about like, I feel like your dad. But anyway, I love when he's like, I need you to, you know, distract them while I, you know, close the portal. She's like, what do I need to do? He's like, just be a Hulk. <laughs> yeah. But all that's still like, because I love uh, Benedict Wong, the actor that, that plays Wong. I love his comedic timing in this episode. But why, like, he can't handle a bunch of pygmy, like, demons? He's a scroll. <laughs> <laughs> telling you i think he's a scroll he's he, he, he did no magic other than opening a portal and start flinging him through there and getting shield to fling him through there too yeah. I, I think he pulled up the one portal and used it as a whip but yeah. that was it like it's it was still portal magic and then just did like the little funnel thing like tornado like sucking all the demons through there or whatever but yeah yeah i don't know like we'll get into it when we got to talk about d23 but i don't think the the whole scrolls. I don't think they're taking over superheroes. I think they're just taking over like government officials. Yeah, I I can see that. But I still I still I'm still saying Wong's a Wong's a scroll. I mean it would make it would make more sense than he's the source of supreme. So right now he I mean he doesn't look much better than Donnie Blaze. So. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> so that's what like whenever I heard Donnie Blaze, I was like, something, something's there. I don't get it, but like, I knew I had to ask y'all, but so it was just all it was, was just a reference to Johnny Blaze. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ghost Rider's name, the first inner, well, not the first, but anyway, the, 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 technically he's not even the popular. I, I wouldn't even say he's the main, any Danny Ketch. Most people like Danny Ketch, but I think that's what he's supposed to be is amalgamation of Donnie. 
sorry, Johnny Blaze and Danny Ketch, who are both ghost riders, and they just like, I don't know, maybe they just, they did this to get us to talk about it, I think is really what it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think they just needed a name for a guy that didn't matter, and so they just kind of ran with that. I mean, I would I would say Johnny Blaze is mainstream only because like two movies were done. If you ask anybody yeah. who the Ghost Rider is, more than likely they're going to say Johnny Blaze. I would think next would be Danny. So and and maybe maybe after that would be um oh uh, what's his name? Ra uh, is it Robbie Reyes? Yeah, yeah. Which he's not even. He's technically not even a ghost rider. He's like possessed. Anyway, he's like possessed by like a Japanese ghost, didn't it? Or I don't, I don't know. Anyway, a drift monster. Yes, <laughs> that's not right. <laughs> but it's funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't remember the name of it. So I'll just I'll go with that since he has like a cool car. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Is it Robbie Reyes? I feel like it is. I get him and Blue Beetle mixed up. Um, that's, that's Jaime Reyes. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Hang so, on. yeah, I, I do believe, I'll, I'll, yeah, Robbie. I'll look it up. He was on uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They did his iteration yeah. of the Ghost Rider on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, mm, I don't, I'm going to say most people haven't seen that because it was a later season. Everybody liked it, though, from what I heard. Yes, it's Robbie Reyes. Awesome. Yeah, I, I don't really have much to say about this. I, I think this is kind of like a one-off episode except for the dating scene. I, uh, first of all, I feel bad. For Jennifer yeah. Walters, because like, yeah, like she's a pretty girl. Mm-hmm. I know it's for the the story, the writing, and stuff like that. But I mean, you know, anybody that's out there kind of looking at themselves like her, that's got that's bound to make them feel bad. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but like, for somebody to just to just want the She Hulk, like, come on, really? Yeah. Like, why make all men almost look that shallow? Like, that's kind of a jerk move there. Yeah, I agree. Because I mean, like that just like even getting into the date, you got I mean, you you know that there's somebody else there. I mean, it's not just they know everybody should know that She-Hulk is Jennifer Walters right, right. now. So, yeah, going into it, you got to know that Jennifer Walters is there. Like you can't get one without the other. Right. See, that's what that was one of my confusion, like confusing things is like when the whole Titania thing in the first episode happened. Did the news not report that it was Jen Walters, like attorney at law or whatever, Jen Walters Esquire, and then said that she turned into the She-Hulk or whatever? Because wouldn't the whole public know that Jennifer Walters is She-Hulk? And then lastly, just real quick, the, the guy that she does end up like going to bed with, the next day, he's like all like, oh, you know, you're... You, who are you or whatever, but she mentions to him on the date about how she had to transform like her first day at work. Yeah. So he knows that like she can turn into non, uh, non She-Hulk. So I don't know that, that whole, that whole thing was weird to me. <laughs> so to answer the question, as far as like, did the, the news not bring it up? I'm going to say no, because she actually had to go on the show here the last episode at the very end yeah, and be like, well, my real name is Jennifer Walters, like, and his real name is not Abomination. It's, you know, Emil Blonsky yeah. or whatever. Like, like she was correcting the names yeah. like on, the, and they, you know, of course they didn't care. Uh, also, I think that there may be confusion because you've got Banner Hulk who can't transform and like just stays in Hulk form all the time. So maybe that's why they're thinking that is because like, why would you make a profile of She-Hulk if that's not who you're going to stay? You are like, everybody knows who that is. So I could kind of see that as well. But several of those dudes on those dates need to have their asses whooped. Like, especially that little dickhead <laughs> yeah. that was the very first one. Uh, oh, yeah. That, that that freaking stubbed her with the bill. He needed his yeah. ass beat bad. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think there's something so uh, I, I think we just either saw the boss or because he has a name. There was like a wiki. I want to say it's like Todd Phillips, I believe. Yeah, I was I think you're right there. Give me one second. Yeah, Todd Phelps. Phelps. Okay. Yeah. So that dude is either the boss 
or something like he is some bad of some kind because first of all like of course the whole specimen thing and then asking about you know vibranium and stuff like that and if she's yeah. impenetrable of that we just had the episode before that her trying to get jabbed with a needle so I, he's got to be involved with that in some way shape form or fashion to figure out like how to get her blood type sample you know what i mean like a, a, a vibranium needle or something like that i wonder if we get adamantium out of this that would be cool Ah, oh, that would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Which would then set up an awesome Hulk Wolverine fight because if you can already set up that adamantium can penetrate a Hulk skin, then that means there's stakes now if we ever did have a Wolverine Hulk fight. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that would be really cool. It would be. So outside of the date and the douchebag date and that guy being sus or whatever. The only other thing I had, like, the CGI for most of the show was honestly really, really good. I wanted to point that out because I know we've kind of shit on it several times now. But, like, the fight scene, like, everything that was outside of the office was really good to me. I I actually liked and thought it was really good. And I was kind of worried about it when the little demons started popping up because I'm like, (laughs) how bad are these guys going to be? You know, but like she looked good. The demons look good. I wonder if it's because we got two different CGI people is my question. I didn't I didn't look that up. I don't know if it, it had two different yeah, uh, I don't know either. groups, but yeah, I, I concur with everything you're saying. It, like it's something to do with that date, that that office, that bright daylight when it's like natural daytime lighting. It doesn't make it look good. But when it's outdoors or not outdoors, when it's indoors and it's nighttime, everything looks great. And yeah, this like I've shit on it. But yeah, I I everything to there was more good than there was bad this episode. Yeah, and I, I'll have to agree as well. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I was trying to pay more attention to that as, as well in this episode. I did think like, yeah, the office wasn't that great. But at the same time. They did on the few ones where they kind of like just zoomed in on just her face for a few, like a few seconds, like she was saying a line or two. Like that actually looked pretty decent to me. I mean, I'm not not the best critique on that kind of stuff, but <laughs> it, it looked better to me doing that than like whenever she they would zoom out just showing her talking to Wong or walking around the office in there type thing. Like I was almost like starting to question whether it was like her physique because like they try to make her very much just a bigger human. Yeah. As far as, you know, the She-Hulk to present the She-Hulk, which is complete like that's the comic books kind of deal. Yeah. And and to also, you know, give that sex appeal like you were talking about earlier, Jeremy, from the comic books and stuff like that. And like the Hulk is not that. Like he's this big, like there's a lot of I feel like there's a lot of mass to kind of like hide things in in such a broad spectrum. You know, does that make any sense? Mm-hmm. Whereas like everything for She-Hulk is very like compared to the Hulk petite like yeah yeah well she looks like a just a big green woman whereas yes. the hulk looks like a big giant monster yeah <laughs> right right so i wondered if that had an effect but like we said like it seems very much a lighting thing and that that kind of made me go back to i wonder if there is more than one cgi company because marvel's been known to do that to hire out several different ones yeah. And so I wonder if like one company got like office Jen Walters and then one company got like not office, you know what <laughs> I mean? And that way they can kind of just keep reproducing the same character. Yeah. Just in different scenes. So, but that's something to look for. I I guess eventually us look up or whatever to find out. So Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if that is the case. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I will uh I will try and look that up and see if that, that is the case next week. Um, real quick, I love the line when she breaks the fourth wall at the beginning of the episode when she's like, you know, she's like, oh, hi, I guess you saw Wong. She's like, God, everyone loves Wong. I guess that gives the show Twitter armor for a week, which is so true because <laughs> compared to last week where everybody was talking about that post credit scene, it was just like crickets this week, for, like on <laughs> on any sort of social media. So I was like, I was like, man, are they reading our minds? Because there was even another moment where it was a funny moment, but she got a notification on her phone about the matcher thing. And yeah. She was like, oh, and it was like, it said like no new matches. 
And I immediately blurted. I was like, why is that an alert? And she said it. And I was like, are they, are they reading my mind right now? <laughs> Some on the spot editing. Yeah. <laughs> um, just real quick, the QR code. I almost decided not even bring this one up because I have no idea why this episode or this uh, comic issue was suggested. But the QR code, it's at timestamp 5 minutes, 56 seconds. It's when Jen is creating her dating profile for the matcher. Uh, it's for the Jen Walter profile, not the She-Hulk profile. And it's located like right below the profile pic in between two fake like social media websites you can like link your matcher profile to. Um, it takes you to a free copy of the 1986 West Coast Avengers Annual number four. I have no idea why it was mentioned in this week because it oh, annual. Yeah, it uh it features a deviant named Guar that takes seven women as his wives, and one of those women is She-Hulk. And like I didn't read the issue, I just sort of like scrubbed through it real quick. I have no idea, like I don't know why it was featured in this for this episode. D- does that mean that? She hopes going to be, become one of Abomination's seven pen pals and she's going to be his wife. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, honestly, that's the only connection I had was the Abomination having, having seven wives and this uh, deviant guy, Guar, has uh, seven wives as well in that issue. Yeah. Huh. I want to, I want to look into that now. <laughs> that's interesting. I mean. Yeah. I, I don't, I I was trying everything to try to figure out the connection there, but just could not. I was so hoping that you were saying West Coast Avengers number four, just not the not the annual, but just West Coast Avengers number four, because that is the first appearance of a character named called Master Pandemonium, who was an actor that got washed up, made a deal with, I believe, Mephisto, and Ooh. had like the... <laughs> <laughs> He wound up getting these like demons for arms and legs and stuff like that mm. and was like a bad guy for, you know, for a bit. So and that was a character that I was kind of like, was it now? I can't remember. If it, was, it was either Mephisto or it was Cthon. It might have been he might have made oh, a deal with Cthon. Okay. It was one or the other. I can't remember now. But anyways, I was specking on that character for a bit because of the ties. I think it was to Cthon. And so with the whole demon portal thing open up, I was like, I wonder if that's like what it's kind of foreshadowing or leaning towards, but if it's the annual four, then that's a whole nother story. So, yeah, I just was like, I don't, why, why was this linked? It was very strange. (laughs) Um, the other thing I like is during the stylized credits, we see, uh, Madison, she's signing her pact with the demon goat named Jake. And he even has like a name tag that says like, hello, my name is, it's Jake. And, uh, (laughs) Also, we see that Donnie Blaze just gets thrown into the mirror dimension. Like Wong's, yes! just, yeah. Wong's like, I'm done with you. You're in the mirror dimension. Yes. Or he he, he probably will survive. Maybe. Well, uh, that's what he says in the episode. That's what Wong says in the episode. We can throw him in the di- mirror dimension. Uh, he'll, he'll probably survive. <laughs> so we got a reference of Jake the Goat possibly being Mephisto. We've gotten in WandaVision, uh, Agatha Harkness kept calling her husband Ralph. Yeah. Which later turned out to be Ralph Boner, but like still, <laughs> that was another like possible clue of was it is it Mephisto? Because Ralph is sometimes a derivative of the devil or something along those lines that everybody was talking about. So everybody else is also heat up and bothered because they spoiled the Sopranos. I was like, Yeah, really? You can't you can't be mad about that at this point in time. <laughs> like it was like twenty years ago. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to D23. Let's talk about that. We've gotten two trailers. Which one do y'all want to start off with first? We got a werewolf by night, which is supposedly supposed to appear in October 7th. That's coming up soon. Thoroughly excited about this, by the way. Uh, and then Secret Invasion, talking about spring 2023. So which one do y'all want to dive into first? I don't have much to say about Secret Invasion, just because there wasn't a lot sort of revealed in that trailer. I have a lot to talk about werewolf by night, but... I, I don't know. I defer to y'all. I kind of have a little bit of the opposite. Okay. Um, I've got a little, I feel like a little more to talk about than Secret Wars than I do, which actually might be just a good pairing, honestly. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. 
I'm just going to go ahead and go out with Secret Invasion then because I think your notes are probably heavier than mine. So, like I said, that's coming up spring 2023. We don't actually have a date. Uh, which Maria Hill? Maria Hill appears in this. Which Maria Hill do we have? Do we have the real Maria Hill or the scroll Maria Hill? Oh, uh, yeah. I forgot about that. Right? I'm going to assume that's the real Maria Hill because she seems very, like, peeved with uh, Fury. Nick Fury. Yeah, she kind of looks homely. So I was like, <laughs> I don't think this is the right one. <laughs> or I, I think this is the right one. So... I watched it with closed captions. Um, I watched both of these actually with closed captions. And I thought it was very funny because, you know, I, I want to say Talos was being Nick Fury on Earth, was he not? In the in the last post-credit scenes and yeah. stuff? He's not in this one. So the older white guy that does some of the talking throughout the Secret Invasion, that's Talos. Yeah. I was very surprised Ooh. with that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Talos is played by Ben Mendelsohn. He was, um, God dang it, Jeremy. Like, this was, this is your movie. <laughs> All this was revealed in your movie. You're, th- you're the one champion of this movie. <laughs> well, it's, he's it's the, been a while. He's the scroll leader or whatever. I don't even know if he's the leader, but he's like the main scroll guy in Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He, he's the he one might as well be like, the leader. Yeah, he's, He's the one that Nick's like, or whatever. They're like, can you turn into a filing cabinet? He's like, why would I turn into a filing cabinet? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we got uh, the reason I'm bringing this up. First of all, Talos is not impersonating Nick Fury anymore. Yeah. Which is understandably so, especially if it's going to be like scroll versus scroll kind of thing. And who's who's on your side? Well, I, I think it's I think real Nick Fury's back. So he's just like. I don't need to be Nick Fury anymore. And it from this trailer, what I gather is it isn't scroll on scroll crime. It looks like it's Nick Fury and Talos like versus the scrolls. Like I, I seriously think that Nick Fury is on his own here and Talos and Maria Hill are his only allies. But what gets me about that is like Nick Fury has been up there in space station with the scrolls hanging out. Yeah. Like chillaxing on the the digital beach. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And someone stole the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my shoes? <laughs> Where's my super suit woman? <laughs> uh, so I bring up the closed caption. You know what? Scratch that. To go off of what you're saying, Richard, this trailer gave me such winter soldier vibes that's got me right. so hyped and excited about this right yeah i did i got i got the same thing i don't know if it's the score that they had to go with the trailer or what but i was just like the 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 clips they were giving us the the score that was going along with it i was just like this feels so much like winter Soldier, and i'm so jacked and hyped for this yeah i i concur with you like the the note that i wrote down is i hope the tone and feel of this trailer if they can keep that for the whole series, this will be probably one of the best shows because right now, I hate Secret Invasion, the comic. I thought it was dumb. I didn't like it. It like So it already seems like they're not really adapting that and they're doing their own thing. And I like that a lot. Uh, yeah, I, I really, really hope that it is something like like Winter Soldier or something like that. So whenever you say that it gives you Winter Soldier soldier vibes, like just being that kind of, I don't know, like dark or not. I don't know. Like, what do you what do you mean by like Winter Soldier vibes? Winter Soldier, like to me, was very much like an espionage thriller kind of movie. Yeah. And that's what okay. this kind of feels like it's going to be as a TV show. Yeah. I got yeah. You. Spy thriller. Yeah. 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 When is it you would with those being like the main characters, like as far as like Nick Fury and Maria Hill, you would think they would need to kind of go that way. Like it would just naturally flow that way, hopefully. Yeah, exactly. And and on top of like it being scrolls that can shape shift into anybody kind of thing, you would think they need to be covert and spy like and whatnot like that. But this is also Marvel and they've thrown other kinds of things at us and haven't done some of the things (laughs) we thought they would do. So it's like, this is what I'm hoping we're going to get. Like, Moon Knight. Moon Knight. I was hoping I'd get somebody that's like Batman, but you know, <laughs> had something for Egyptians. Uh, but I didn't get that. I've got somebody that was immortal that I was like, 
they shouldn't be immortal. Like it doesn't matter whether they have that suit on or not. I want them to have stakes. I want them to be able to die. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're I forget what we were talking about, but it brought me <laughs> brought me up with the uh they mentioned Don Cheadle uh Rody, Nick Fury's sitting down with him and he's like, How well do you know your security detail? Like implying that you know, Rhodey may have like some of his security guards are scrolls. Yeah. And we even see somebody, I have no idea who it is, but it's Talos sitting down with somebody and he stands up and then all of his security guys like morph into him. Yeah. So I, the trailer didn't give us a lot to go off of, of like kind of what exactly is happening with the show. Right. But it, it, it definitely like, it has that feel of like, it's going to be good. And that's why I'm saying, like, if they capture that, that feel from the trailer for the show, I think it's going to be phenomenal. Um, I like that we see Amelia Clark, the mother of dragons. I thought that was cool. We get to see her. So here's what I want to say about Amelia Clark and also the woman in red. And I call her the woman in red because I don't know what the actress's name is, nor do I know who she's playing. And I think that she's important because, first of all, her attire. Secondly, the amount of words she was able to speak during the trailer. And thirdly, Amelia Clark nor her have names in their closed caption. Yeah. Everybody else does, but those two don't. Really? Yep. So, just as, who's Amelia Clark? The Mother of Dragons. That's the actress. Yeah. She was from... Breaker of Chains. Yeah. Oh, that's her, that's her actual, like... Breaker, the... Breaker of Chains. That's all. <laughs> 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 Khaleesi yeah <laughs> um, like, so that's actually her, like her actual like her name and oh yeah okay there yes her uh, her real life name is Amelia Clark yeah our listeners they are shame Jeremy ding ding <laughs> ding shame ding shame. yeah I, well I should know by now that I don't pay attention to these names <laughs> <laughs> only one that matters is Brie Larson so <laughs> Here's my spec, my theory, my whatever, and it goes off of everything that I have kind of put before, and I'm now I've built more onto it. And this is all just speculation. None of this has been confirmed. None of this is whatever. But here's what I think. I think the lady in red is Queen Varenki, Queen of the Scrolls. Okay. I think that's her. I think Amelia Clark is her daughter, and I think Amelia Clark is going to be Princess Anel. Oh, okay. Now, why do I think this? Because we've got Patriots, Isaiah Bradley's grandson. We've got Speed. We got Wiccan. We got Kate Bishop. We're missing what? Uh, we're missing Hulkling and we're missing Iron Lad. And by God, if we get Princess Anel, we could have Hulkling. And I've already heard rumors of Iron Lad showing up in uh, an upcoming movie. Yeah, an upcoming movie. Yeah, there's leaks that both Hulkling and Iron Lad are going to be showing up in different properties. So, and I think that's the that's the best that's the perfect setup in my opinion. Just just me, like this would this would give uh you could kill off Amelia Clark as the mother and give Hulkling you know something to have remorse over or whatever the case is and find and confide in Wiccan eventually because that's a whole love interest there. Yeah, and it would set all that up. And that's all we've been doing is setting up Young Avengers. So why would we not continue doing that here? Yeah. No, I mean, that fits perfectly. And I think one of those, um, they didn't mention it during D23. That there's still some untitled movies that are happening during this saga. I guarantee you one of them is Young Avengers. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Yeah, there's so so many slots that were not filled. Um, and then the, even the slots, I think, like, I don't think we got a date for Thunderbolts, did we? No, I don't think so. Let me let me scroll down. Uh, no, there was no date yet. Just says 2024. Okay. Do y'all have anything else for Secret Invasion? Yeah, I, I do. There's just one thing, and I, it's probably just a, oh, okay, I'll go back and check that later. But at the very beginning of the trailer, when... Uh, Sam Jackson, Nick Fury. That's his name. Um, I, I apologize. I've got sick brain right now and I can't think. Um, when he's talking with Maria Hill in that little bar at the beginning of the trailer, uh, she's talking about calling him and it you know keeps going to voicemail. He says a line that says, yeah, well, this is different. My wife picked up on that that audio doesn't sync up with his mouth movements. 
it looks like it's been ADR'd. Do any of y'all wonder what potentially that line actually, like what he actually says there? Because it, it definitely, I've watched it like over and over again to see if maybe I could figure out what he's saying. But anyway, I, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. This is fucking different. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's Samuel L. Jackson. This could yeah. be his last outing. He's, yeah. He can, he can finally get to say fuck. <laughs> yeah. This is motherfucking <laughs> different. <laughs> right? Yes. So it's going to be like on the adult version of Disney Plus. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> well, I mean, the, there's some shit that goes down. Like, I could possibly see that happening. I mean, this would probably be a good spot because I don't see this being a kid's show. Like, I not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not it being ultra violent or anything like well, that. Just I don't see kids watching something like this. Well, I mean, to lead us into the next thing, the trailer for Werewolf by Night looks pretty gory and bloody. Now, I think the way they can circumvent that is because it's black and white. Yeah. So I don't know if we want to move on to that, but anyway. No, no, we're there now. Uh, (laughs) I fucking love this trailer. Oh my God, I'm so excited about this. Wait, wait, one second. Do we want to give our whelmings for these trailers? Sure, yeah. Okay, well, I... Mine was... (laughs) I'm I'm a triple hat tonight. I am overly whelmed for the Secret Invasion. I'm overly whelmed for the She-Hulk episode. And I'm overly whelmed for the werewolf by night. Look at you. Well, how about that? It's probably just the cough medicine. <laughs> well, mine, I mean, I get, of course, gay pleasantly whelmed. I, honestly, I'm going to be pleasantly whelmed. Well, I, I mean, the one werewolf by night, like, I think is pretty cool as far as it being like the, the black and white. I have no idea about the storyline of werewolf by night, really. But just being the black and white thing, I think is pretty, pretty cool. And it being kind of released near Halloween, that makes it even better. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to stick to just doing the triple hat like Richard, but not quite as as big of a hat and being at pleasantly well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, y'all are funny. I'm going to go. I stick with my whelm, pleasantly whelm for She-Hulk. I'm going to go overly whelmed with Secret Invasion. And I'm going to go overly whelmed with Werewolf by Night. Like, this werewolf by night is right up my fucking alley. I grew up on Twilight Zone, black and white. I grew up on Universal Monsters. Like, that's kind of the stuff. That's the things that I watch. That's the things that I share with my kids. And so, yeah, this just, like, this was very much Twilight Zone, Crypt Keeper kind of vibes that I got going on. I think we reported some leaks, possibly, about the storyline. A lot of that's looking true from from what I'm seeing. Yeah. So that's super awesome. I'm super hyped about that. Um, And yeah, I'm going to let you take this, Reigns, Richard, because you said you had way more notes on this. So, Well, just to go on to your... Yeah, like, this is also right up my alley. I love, like, old school horror movies. This feels very 70s, 80s, grindhouse. Like, I feel like I was the only one in Alabama to go see the Quentin Tarantino... Robert Rodriguez, like, grindhouse double feature with Planet Terror (laughs) and Death Proof back in, like, 2007. They even had something similar to this trailer that was, like, Nazi werewolves of the SS or something like that. But uh, it was just a funny little fake trailer. Uh, Anywho, so at the 17-second marker, we see Elsa Bloodstone. Uh, We see the actress who's going to be playing Elsa Bloodstone. At the 24-second timestamp we see who's probably going to be our main character jack russell the the weird like old like coin machine operated uh guy is supposedly ulysses bloodstone he's at the 22nd timestamp i did not notice this michael when you were texting me about it so and it's a literally blink it in you'll miss it (laughs) we can see man thing at a minute five yes i was blown away that they're bringing man thing in. That's that I'm so stoked for that. That's so cool. And the biggest thing that I want to talk about with man thing is we see a bunch of security guards with batons, like tasing the werewolf by night. Mm-hmm. Is that just security guards or is it the TVA? And the reason why I ask it's the TVA is because the man thing is a guardian of the nexus of all realities. Yeah. So 
it, it, like supposedly from the leaks and stuff that this isn't like taking place back in like the old like 70s or 80s. They're just making it stylized to look that way. It's actually taking right. place in like current time. So I'm wondering, is it the TVA? Oh, that would so be it's, so dope. It's damage control. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. If it was damage control, he'd be able to get out way easy. Way <laughs> <Yeah>. easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, like that, like, especially since we, it looks like we're getting a different TVA in Loki season two, and that's confirmed and all that jazz. I think it would be totally up Kang's alley to sit there and and have people around Man-Thing and making sure he can't whatever. Like, right. Man-Thing may be the key to, like, a, a lot of stuff. So, so what? Who, who, what's up with Man-Thing? Who's he? He's, he's a thing that's... that's <laughs> the man? Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's a grosser-looking Swamp Thing. <laughs> yeah, he, he's he's essentially so. I sorry, I was trying to bring up his page so I could just read yeah. exactly what it is instead of butchering trying to explain it. But yeah, he's Marvel Swamp Thing, and if you don't know who Marvel Swamp Thing is, then uh, Doctor Ted or Theodore, I believe, is his actual name. Celise was a, a biochemistry professor who worked at Empire State University. The United States Army recruited him into Project Sulfur which aimed to allow soldiers to survive biochemical warfare. With the army, uh, Solis developed the SO2 serum, which gave its user immunity to all non-toxic biochemicals. However, it became unusable when it was discovered that it had a side effect, turning its users into monsters. Man thing. <laughs> yeah. He, he essentially tried to develop like also, I think, like a super soldier serum that kind of ties into the whole uh, Captain America like weapon plus program. But yeah, he's Marvel Swamp Thing. He lives in, I forget, it's New Orleans, um, but I forget where exactly. But yeah, he's also tied into like almost like a mystical monster as well. There is a Man-Thing movie. I don't suggest people go watch it, but... Is there? <laughs> yeah. I did not know that. You want to watch it? Go check out my Plex. Like right now? <laughs> <laughs> right now, while we're on the podcast. <laughs> right, right. We'll just load it it's up. It's a live review. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I heard the rumors about a man thing in the in the trailer, and so I had to go find it, and it, it totally is a seriously one second or less just if you blink, and it's like they did that on purpose. Yeah. Because I feel like there was a scene of like guards fighting in like right before it, and then the same kind of scene right after it. And so literally, if you blinked, like it just kind of missed. It was almost subliminal is how it came yeah. off to me. <laughs> yeah. I was able to pause it and whoever is walking around with the axe, it looks like, is just getting fucked up because yeah. he's got... Man thing has his hand on that dude's head, and it looks yeah. like that it's getting just it's gonna explode. It's like it's super bright. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, I, I was holding up a screenshot. It's a terrible and tiny, but uh, yes, yeah. It looks like he's <laughs> he's doing that hole where he can like burn into because supposedly the woman that was in Iron Man three had ties to Man Thing, the AIM woman that was a. Uh, at the bar that he ends up blowing up. Oh. Yeah. yeah she had ties to Man-Thing as well. Uh, she's a character really? from... Yeah, from the comics. And it was alluded to that burn on her face was given to her from Man-Thing. So I wonder if we'll oh, possibly wow. see her in this or something, but I don't know. Is that how we bring back... What's his name? Um, oh, shit. I can't... Little boy? <laughs> that everybody didn't oh, know who yeah. he was at Tony's funeral? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember the kid's name either, but yeah, I know who you're talking about. He finally made, he's like in the comics now. He finally made it. I think it's like, Oh, did he? One of the new web. Yeah. Yeah. He's like in a recent comic as well. Um, uh, anyways, the director, I, I felt this was interesting and I meant to mention it also in secret invasion. Um, but the director for the show, he is mostly a composer. He's only directed four things and really? the writer for the show uh, she's only written for like a couple things as well, but most notably is Hawkeye. So 
I'm very like I don't think this is going to be bad or telling that, but um, it's just very strange that this looks so good, but they've never really done anything. Both of them. But I wonder if it's because of the style. Like, yeah, yeah, it's such a classic style. You know? Yeah, no, I agree. I was gonna say to to the people that I noticed because again I was doing a closed caption because I wanted to see names. The main woman that you see at the very beginning, her name apparently is Verusa. I haven't looked that name up to see if that if that's even a main Marvel character or anything like that. Yeah, there's another guy I can't describe him honestly, but his name is Javon, so he's in there as well. Uh, I know for a fact that Verusa is a brand new made up character for this show. Okay. She's not in Marvel. I don't know about Javon because I didn't look him up, but yeah. Okay. I think the main thing to take away is like we're getting a Jack Russell because I did see Jack, but he didn't say Russell. I just assumed, though, that that was Jack Russell. Elsa Bloodstone, she never spoke, so I never saw her name, but all the rumors were that she was going to be there. And if you got Ulysses, then more than likely you got Elsa. And then, of course, seeing Man-Thing. Like, those are the big things to kind of take away from this. And I want to say one of the other things was, like, it was leaked that they would be going around a maze looking for the Bloodstone. And that's what it looks like. It looks like they're seriously walking around like a hedge maze kind of thing. And freaking man things taking people out, which is amazing. I'm freaking, I'm so excited about this. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I, man thing was not something I expected. And I am pleasantly surprised that he's in it. But I'm overly whelmed uh, by this trailer. (laughs) Yeah. All right, what else you got? That's it for that. I, I think we should move on probably to other things. I was going to say, uh, we got a full cast finally of confirmed Thunderbolts. Yep. We got Contessa Valentina, Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Good Lord, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's why I just call her the Contessa. Like <laughs> Val. Yeah. <laughs> David Harbour back as Red Guardian. I know you're excited Woo! about that. Yeah. <laughs> Not many things Richard Wu's about, but David Harper he was about. Yep. Um, Ghost, U.S. Agent, Taskmaster, Yelena Belova, which I think the between the Red Guardian and Yelena Belova, that's going to be fun. Yeah. Honestly. And then I'm going to say White Wolf because he is no longer the Winter Soldier. So, and I, and I saw, if you go on YouTube, you can find where Feige kind of introduces the Thunderbolts. Mm-hmm. And he basically says that, like, that's something the Winter Soldier being, which I thought it was funny he calling them Winter Soldier, but that's something the Winter Soldier being the most stable person on this team. Yeah. And I was like, oh, hot damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. How do y'all feel about this not being a team of villains? Well, I mean, I don't know. I, it's a weird roster because essentially it's all Captain America rejects, except for like <laughs> two. <laughs> like, so basically, they're trying to set up Bucky as being Captain America. I, I know because <laughs> no, that I'm was the other kidding. thing is they announced that Sam Wilson's going to get his. I mean, they already announced it, but he's going to get his own movie, and that the leader's going to be the villain, yeah. uh, which is interesting because the leader. Anyway, we'll get into that. But uh, <laughs> I was just saying that because of like Michael saying that Bucky should be the next Captain America, or whatever. Next and Black Panther. Pan- Panther, sorry. Oh, That's God. what I was saying. Next Black Panther. Yeah, sorry, my bad. I still stand by that. <laughs> Y'all will be thanking me after this this Black Panther movie comes out. <laughs> um, I, One, I gotta say, I love the concept art of David Harbour. Like, he looks like he's just, like, Red Guardian looks like he's happy to be there. Yeah. Like, I just love, like, <laughs> he's like, I just love, like, he's just, like, waving. He's just, like, so happy to be there. But, yeah. Uh, also, I'm wondering, is this the same Taskmaster? Because she's got a different mask. It just could be concept art. But it looks way... It doesn't look like that paintball mask. No, they. it's it's confirmed that... What's her name? Um, it is uh, going to be... Yeah, whatever. She's uh, coming back as, as Taskmaster. Okay. I did see that. Um, and that she wasn't able to make... She wasn't able to make the thing, so. Okay. And a lot of people are, like, yelling because, like, uh, Abomination's not going to be on it, or there's no Red Hulk, or even um, Zemo isn't featured in it. But this is just the core team. They could easily, as the movie progresses, they need Abomination, or they have to 
break Zemo out of Wakanda or whatever it may be. So, uh, like, this is cool. I would like to see other people than just essentially super soldiers uh, just to break it up a little bit. Yeah, because, I mean, like, that's half the team, honestly. Yeah. Red Guardian, U.S. Agent, Winter Soldier. I mean, they're all super soldiers. Like, Did U.S. Agent come in anywhere else before now, or did I miss that? Yeah, you did. It's in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, that'd be the reason why. Yeah. Yeah, because we were like, don't watch it. Yeah. It's it's everything you already know. And honestly, it still is everything you already know. So, yeah. I think they're going to take US agent down the nomad route. Oh, really? That's that's just kind of what I think. I mean, you've made him a super soldier and then put him on the Thunderbolts, like I don't know, that's which we all kind of saw that coming. Yeah. But it just and and I'm with you as far as like I don't see Zemo being on this team unless it's to break him out of Wakanda because that's a lot to do in a short amount of time is you just put him in Wakanda jail. Why would you go ahead and turn around and break him right back out just to have him on a team? Well, like, depending on how Black Panther Wakanda forever goes, he may break himself out. You know what I mean? <laughs> that yeah. is true. With, uh, that is true. Namor basically like flooding Wakanda. He could somehow use that as an opportunity to escape. Yeah. But yeah, I was kind of disappointed this wasn't like the Thunderbolts that I've always known. But honestly, with the the comic book showing more of a hero Thunderbolt team, I was kind of figuring they would possibly go that route. So yeah, nonetheless, I like that it's not a mix, that it's not heroes and villains. Like it's all the gray area kind of like yeah. people that were villains that became, they're like trying to become heroes kind of. <laughs> so yeah, the team of morally gray people. <laughs> Although I'm still not convinced on U.S. Agent, but he's a dick anyways, and I don't like him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, the only other thing I wanted to hit on was Captain America New World Order, which now that we know that Tim Blake Nelson is returning as the leader, like, I wonder if this is going to be, like, Gamma World. Oh, yeah, I hadn't even thought of that. I thought, I still think with the title New World Order, they're doing like a Hydra Cap type thing. Right. But that's, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like the idea of Sam Wilson taking on, because this is something that I don't think we've ever seen in the comics where like Captain America has to take on like a psychic based. Am I wrong? I don't read a lot of Captain America comics. So I don't either. This was a very interesting idea for him to be his villain. Um, Joaquin Torres is coming back and they've got him listed as the Falcon. Yeah. will be the new Falcon, which I, I mean, come on. We kind of saw that coming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I also saw this. Shira Haas will portray Sabra. Or Sa- Sabra. 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 I had no idea who that was. I had no idea this was even a thing. But apparently Sabra is an Israeli mutant with enhanced strength, which sounds like a super soldier to me. But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, looks like we might be getting a mutant so that's cool might be yeah I didn't know she was a mutant that's just what this app says yeah I don't know much about her either to be honest with you I just know I've heard the name pop up for some reason but anyway yeah that's cool I didn't know she was a mutant so yay we got another slight little hint of mutants <laughs> <laughs> with with Middle Eastern ties that's pretty cool yeah so I wonder if it with it being is this a female or is this a male? Or- um, ooh, that's a good question. I know. I mean, I guess it don't matter, but I know in the comics she's a female, but I don't know. It'd be I- cool to get Gal Gadot for that. Nah, he's just gonna steal. <laughs> you just gonna steal Wonder Woman along with Henry yeah. Cavill? Just bring <laughs> them all over. Just take them all. Get Ben <laughs> Affleck and bring Jason Momoa over too. Yeah. Oh man. Looking back up with Khaleesi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the last thing I wanted to talk about Michael is uh they finally got a director for the Fantastic 4. They announced that Matt Shackman is going to be their director. He did WandaVision. I think that's a good fit. Uh I was a little disappointed because there were rumors going around that like they had the cast of the Fantastic 4 like actually picked yeah. but they were just trying to like nail down the contracts like going over like the fine print and all that stuff. And that by the time D23 came out, they were going to announce like, this is your Dr. Doom. This is your Ben Grimm. This is your 
Reed Richards, this is Johnny Storm, and this is Sue Storm. But none of that happened, so I'm a little disappointed by all of that. <laughs> there's still time. There's still time. They announced a bunch of other shit. Yeah, that's true. So you were a little underwhelmed by that one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're right. I was. Thank you. Thank you for uh, messing up my hat trick, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I saw a rumor, and I want to know what y'all's opinion is on this real quick. Uh, that Henry Cavill being cast as Doctor Doom. How do Ew. y'all feel about that? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's a terrible casting choice. That face, Richard. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I mean, he like Doom. I, I've I've said this to my wife when trying to explain Doom's character. Like Doom fucks. Like what I mean by that is like <laughs> Doom is supposed to be ridiculously good looking. And he's supposed to be like ridiculously like powerful and women want to be with him and men want to be him. But you also kind of feel bad that you want to like bone him because he's like a (laughs) a terrible person. So anyway, I could kind of see if Henry Cavill slimmed down, but he's too butt. Like he's still got that Superman butt. Like he was, I hate. Anyway, this is going on DC rants, but I hate what they did with <laughs> Superman because he was the perfect cast for Superman. He yes. looks like freaking Superman. Yes. Um, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, okay. He's done. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I I I was not feeling it. I wasn't feeling it at all. Jeremy, what were you what were you thinking? Uh, for Henry Cavill? Yeah, it's Dr. Doom. Uh yeah, I concur with Richard. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't, sure. I don't, no. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't look like he. I don't know. He, he, he looked like he he could play possibly because thing between him compared to the I don't know, and this may set Richard off, but compared to the Doctor Doom and the other Fantastic Four, I mean, they kind of look similar a little bit. But how how drunk are you right now? <laughs> like, <laughs> I got both got black hair and just that's my I really got. My wife wants um, Alexander Skarsgård. If y'all ever watched True Blood, he plays one of the vampires on that. She's probably yelling at me right now because I can't think of his name. But uh, yeah, he plays a character on that. I think that's a great casting depending on how old they make the Fantastic Four. Like if they make the Fantastic Four like around Robert Downey Jr.'s age, that's a great casting. If they make the Fantastic Four younger, then no, like that's he's too old for that. I would like Doctor Doom to be either Michael Fassbender or I'm looking him up right now. I think Fassbender is a good choice. Uh, I like that. Or Michael C. Hall. Michael C. Hall. What is Michael C. Hall? What's he been in? Dexter. Dexter. He's Dexter. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't like that one. I, I like the Fassbender though. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Dexter's character is very awkward. So going strictly off of just his portrayal of Dexter, I don't think he would be good. But like when talking about his his look, his physique and stuff like that, and he's done other things outside of Dexter, like I think he could be a good candidate. But that's just me. So but yeah, I like Fastbender, you know, especially like his portrayal of Magneto mm-hmm. and like how that went down and stuff. His physique, his, the way he looks and stuff like that. I can just I can really see him as Doctor Doom. Yeah, and I think Fassbender can pull off that like Eastern European accent. That like, in other words, he sounds like he's freaking Dracula. <laughs> so, like, I, I Doom's got to sound like that. I'm sorry, he does. He needs to sound like you know he's from Transylvania. <laughs> All right, I'm ready to shut it down. If y'all are, yes. <laughs> I about to say before before Richard kills me. So, all right, Jeremy, where can they find you at? Uh, they can find me on Twitch under the handle Night Fury GTO. It's Night with a K. And of course, you can find me here. Awesome. Richard, what about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter if you want to contact me directly. My handle is Night Curry, Night like day and night, and Curry with a K. I'm expecting all the Scar fans. I'm expecting y'all. I'm waiting on it. Uh, if you want to contact us directly we have a gmail our gmail is comicallycomicspodcast at gmail.com 
And we have a YouTube, a TikTok, and an Instagram, all under the Comically Comics podcast name. Nice. All right. Uh, Monday, September 19th, you can find me on a YouTube channel called John's Comics with Kids. I'll be doing a like game show type thing where it's like a cover challenge. So uh, the audience votes for the best cover. So if you want to come out and vote for me or not vote for me or whatever it is you want to do, just come out, support some YouTube people. You can also find me on YouTube at 22 Comics. You can find me on Instagram and eBay at 22 underscore comics. Once again, thank you all so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did making it. With all that being said, say goodbye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye. Kind of a bummer way to end this episode. I thought there's a fun tag.